Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the Swell Suite, everybody. Happy Wednesday. So today our special guest is Mylan Fan. She is the CEO of RD Winery, which is the first Vietnamese-owned winery in Napa. Mylan and RD Winery are bringing their culture to the wine world, and they're doing it through wine and food. And I think it's amazing. Listen to her full story here. Cheers. Welcome to the Swirl Suite. Happy Wine Wednesday. Hey, y'all. How y'all doing? Is it Wednesday? Uh, It will be when this episode comes out. So now she got to edit this out, Glennis. What are you doing? Is today your first day? It's fine. It's Monday. Oh, no days, man. You know, I don't like Monday to start with. So I'm like, wait a minute. What? Did I miss two days? Oh, my gosh. Okay. How y'all doing? How was your week? Yeah, I know, right? It's it's Monday. It's a it's a rough one, right? <laughs> I think we lost the hour, but I mean the weather is very spring like, so that makes it a little bit better. Oh yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Well, it was cold. It was like supposed to be really warm this one day this weekend. Was it Saturday? Yeah, it was Saturday. Yeah, it was breezy because like, I was freezing. outside most of the day. <laughs> it's like, okay, this is not warm. <laughs> We still haven't done daylight savings yet, so um, oh, for I'm what enjoying this November? hour. No, it. I think it might be next week. Mm. Oh, okay, maybe. Mm. So that I'm enjoying the stuff. earlier time that we're doing the show for me. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> lovely, lovely. Yeah. Um. I so I came it. across. Oh wait, really quick before I came across these two articles I saw today. Um, Tanisha, tell everybody what they have to vote for. I saw your post. So I was nominated by the Wine Travel Awards for um, a Brightest Journey Award for being a wine and food inf- wine and food influencer, and it's for the Italian uh, season that I did for my podcast. It was because I showed great promise in wine tourism and by promoting that region of Italy um, in the podcast. So yes, you will go to you can go to my um, Instagram or Facebook to get the full address, but it's wintravelwars.com nominee Tanisha Townsend. And Sarita's probably gonna have it in the show notes because she's I sure will. Please vote <laughs> for me. Well. I'd love to win. <laughs> it would be nice. It would make my year. So yeah, we, we love we'll we move. love an accolade. Uh, you know, when we yeah. get them, child, when we get them. Yeah, gotta take them when you get them. Mm-hmm. Yep, definitely do it. <laughs> So I I was scrolling through um, the uh, drink business today and I saw these two articles. The first one is Cava. The Cava Dio is up by 17.3% in 2021. So Cava is growing. The popularity is growing. I hope the prices don't go up. But um, as you all know, this is one of our favorite regions. So happy about that. Price is going to go up. (laughs) Yeah. Prepare your mind. I mean, wow, wow. Okay, so this other article I saw, I think how you pronounce this winery is Lava Bella. So it's a winery. I forgot where it is, but they released this wine called Purple Rain in 2015. And Prince's estate decided that they needed to sue them over the name. Just Um, now? Well, this year. Yeah, and Princeton died till 2016. So the timing, mm, 
I don't know. Like, I, I don't know legally, like, how this is going to go, but. That's Why cool. did they think they could call it that, though? Exactly. If if you can't mess with nobody else's content, it's prints. Right. And like Purple Rain is like a big deal. It's not yeah. like it's something that was, you know, fairly small and mm-hmm. people were just like, oh, well, you know, they're not that big. We're not that big. It's fine. No, Purple, Purple Rain been huge. Yeah. Well, you just have to pray that he had a trademark or copyright. Yeah. I forget oh. which one it is. Yeah, and the uh, the winery is defending themselves, and they're they're using this this logic that Prince didn't even like alcohol. He doesn't even drink. We were oh, using God, him please. to promote oh, that wine. It does not matter. It <laughs> doesn't matter do at this point. It. Yeah. It's the same name. You can't use yeah. the same name. You cannot use the same name. Yeah, I mean, he could have named it anything else. It could have been called like Pink Rain. Like that yeah. would have been fine. Mm-hmm. There are other colors. He could have said violet rain and like that would have worked. Yeah. So, so it like says in you, 2000, when you do stuff like this, you know what you're doing. Yeah. Okay. So it says in 2019, they received the trademark for the grape wine branded as Purple Rain. This is the winery. Yeah. Uh, I, they did their homework, I guess, but I, I wouldn't have messed with it. I well, would. Well, it's, it's going to depend. If, 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 sorry, Prince, love you to death. Everybody might know it. But if he did not trademark it and there was a trademark available for the name, they might win it. I can't see that that wasn't trademarked by the the record label, the mm-hmm. movie, like something in there had somebody to be trademarked. Somebody should have trademarked yeah. it. Yeah, I, yeah, I totally like somebody, agree. Like somebody, somebody did. Like otherwise people would be just grabbing all kind of random names. But like at some point, some something in there is a trademark well, that you can't well, use I, again. Well, yeah. I hope the, the, the trademark and patent office didn't screw up because mm. they shouldn't have gave them a trademark on it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be curious to see how that pans out. Yeah. 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 Also the we'll fact that keep... they really want to fight this. I'm actually a little, I'm, um, I don't know how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm going to be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> so mm-hmm. we have a really special guest today. Mylan Fan, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Of course. Welcome to the Swirl Suite. We are so excited to have you here. Oh, I'm excited to be here. Are you pacing back and forth now? I'm just shaking my legs around a lot to (laughs) reduce that extra energy. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. So please introduce yourself to everybody. Hi, my name is Maylin, obviously, and I'm in the wine industry. I am the CEO of Napa's first Vietnamese-owned winery. And yeah, that's, that's me. So you're a lot more than that, but we're going to get into that. So <laughs> tell, us about your, uh, tell us about like your first introduction to wine. How did it even get started? Well, I think my start, so I work at RD Winery. Um, and I think unlike a lot of people in the industry, I wasn't born well in this industry, in this area, I should say, I wasn't like born into wine. I didn't grow up crushing grapes. I didn't think that wine was going to be what I wanted to do. And I grew up on Long Island in New York in the suburbs. And I graduated college in 2009 and went to New Zealand and was hanging out. And I got an email from my cousin. And he was like, hey, do you want to help me 
run a winery. And I was like, okay. Cause I was at the time I was working in a deli uh, slicing meat and making them into little rosettes. Like that's what I was doing. And I thought, all right, well, let me go do that and see for a little while. Cause I had no idea what I wanted to be. And so I moved to Napa and my cousin's husband is the chairman of the board in Vietnam. And my little cousin that was supposed to help me run the winery, he stayed here for like three months and then left because moving to America is like not very exciting if you're not from here because you didn't really speak the language very well and all that. And so since then, I've been managing the winery. So what's the job of a CEO at a winery like? Oh, well, I think that, um, you know, when you think about the CEO, I think you think there's like this huge company behind it. But at the end of the day, we're still a really small company. There's like 10 of us or 12 of us now. And it means wearing a lot of hats. It means that every day there is a problem and whatever that problem is, we need to figure out how to solve it and also stepping in. So we just had a change. We, our assistant winemaker, he left at the end of January. And so then I've been the assistant winemaker, pseudo interim assistant winemaker for the last month filling in. And then before that, um, I was the tasting room manager for a couple months, which I've decided is not my favorite job. And whatever it is, like every day, it's just something and then trying to solve a problem of some sort, any kind of problem. I mean, like the wastewater system doesn't work. So what do you do now? Like, who do you call or whatever it is? That actually happened when I worked at a winery for a while. The wastewater system or or being the tasting room manager? Oh, no. Uh, The wastewater (laughs) system. (laughs) Something happened and, you know, it was in the middle of, you know, the tasting experience, like in the middle of the day. So we had to shut it down and send everybody home and they had to figure out what the issue was. It was it was messy. Yeah, I feel like everything is like that, where even you like planned a bottle and you're like, okay, I hope everything will go well. It like never goes well. I mean, there's always something that comes up and you have to come up with a new solution. And I think that's what I like about it is that I don't really know what's going to happen every day. And I don't know what the world will throw at me. And then I just have to figure out how to come up with some kind of solution and get us through it. What varietals are you producing at your winery? Sorry. Um, We have three different brands. Fifth Moon, Hundred Knot, and Kwai. And the idea for Fifth Moon is that it would pair well with fresh and spicy food. Because we're Vietnamese, we wanted to make sure that we could also be Vietnamese in wine. And so for the Fifth Moon, it's aromatic whites and light reds. It's uncommon variety. So we make a Chenin Blanc, a Gruner Vetliner, a Malvasia Bianca, along with like a really pretty rosé. And then Hundred Knot is more classic Napa Sonoma wines, so Cabernet, Chardonnay, like those things that you kind of expect more of. And then we have the top tier, which is Kwai, and that one is Doral Vineyard Chardonnay and Gap Crown Pinot. And the whole idea was so that people could, we could kind of bring people in wherever they are in their wine. So if they are looking for maybe more classic Napa Sonoma, that they could have that with us. Or if they wanted to be more adventurous and pair with like their cuisine, since we know that not everyone's table is necessarily like Eurocentric style food, it, it was a way to be like, here's a greener if you have sushi or 
like if you want to eat fat and then whichever wines we'd have the wines that they could pair with. So do you have food in your tasting room for pairings? We do. So when nice. we first started, we opened in July of 2020. So at like right smack dab in the middle of the peak of that pandemic. <laughs> so it's been uh, challenging, but you can't really pick when you are ready to open. And when we opened, it was like, you have to be outside only, which is fine. We have a patio. We didn't plan on it being the primary area where people would taste. So that was another hurdle. Like, mm -hmm. oh, now we have to put everyone outside. Um, and then also in that experience, it was like, here's a Gruner for people who would like mostly drink maybe Sauvignon Blanc or Chardonnay. It's like, here's a Gruner. Now imagine you're having something spicy, right? Like that's, that's hard, you know, to get people <laughs> to like imagine or, or having something that just, you know, atypical. And so we decided that we needed to have a food pairing to kind of showcase the versatility of these wines and how they can pair. And that's how we got the fifth moon food and wine pairing so that people can come and try and see. Nice. And, and your pairings are Vietnamese food pairings. It's actually, actually Pan-Asian, so it kind Pan of pulls, yeah, it pulls from a bunch of different cultures. Um, we have a green curry dusted popcorn that we pair with the Gruner. Um, we have a vegetable spring roll, which is with a sweet chili tamarind sauce. Um, that one we pair with the Chenin Blanc. But we always say that like, it's just like wine tasting is subjective, so is food pairing. It's kind of like whatever makes you happy, you know, try. We encourage people to mix and match because you never know. Like we put Shannon and that spring roll together, but I know people who like the Gruner better at the spring roll, you know? So we, we pour all five wines and it comes out on one plate. It's really pretty. And then we tell them to like, try it all and see what, what makes them happy. My nice. God, that sounds so good That's right a, now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm just sitting over here like, what? I would just be in awe of the food, you know, yeah. especially because it's so different from traditional Napa food pairings. Yeah. So yeah. it's, mm. man, gosh, gosh, it'll be great. <laughs> so yeah, um, I'm sorry. I derailed the conversation, but I just had to, oh, no, this, my mind. Mm, no, that sounds great. Um, so you are the CEO of Napa's first Asian owned winery. Was, uh, was that a challenge for you or you just sort of rolled into the position? <laughs> well, well, to clarify specifically, we're the first Vietnamese owned winery. Gotcha. Okay. So I can't, I can't call, uh, there's other Asian owned wineries gotcha. there. Okay. Um, to say, yeah, it's a challenge. I mean, to be the first Vietnamese owned winery in itself, before we think about who's managing and who's working there in itself is a challenge. People don't think about someone who's Vietnamese or being Vietnamese and associating that with wine. And part of that hurdle originally when we were redesigning our labels was like, is there, can we be too Vietnamese? Like, can we mm. become too inaccessible for people? Will they see this and think, oh, like this is just kitschy. It's just like not real, you know? And so it's kind of, yes, it's been challenging to say, hey, like we're a Vietnamese owned winery. Our tasting room is designed with like Vietnamese influence. So we have original art by Vietnamese artists that are really colorful and vibrant. Um, everything we're doing is kind of a little bit different. So even the food and wine pairing were the first mm -hmm. Asian pairing that exists in Napa. And I guess, I think Sonoma, and I don't know about the world, so I won't say that, but like maybe, 
you know, that's possible. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, just kind of doing something different. And, and we're also trying to make it more affordable and more accessible too. So that food and wine pairing is like $55. If you come to Napa, you can get a charcuterie plate at some places and some wine for like $100. Mm-hmm. So we're definitely approaching it for a different market to try to make it more accessible so that more people can come to Napa and feel like they can enjoy a tasting or that they can belong somewhere. And like, that's our whole goal. But for me personally, I think being the first of anything carries a lot of weight, right? Like if I make mistakes, I wonder if people think, oh, that's my Lynn making a mistake. Or if they're like, of course you made a mistake kind of thing, you know? Right. Now we know. (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We carry that. um, Yeah. Yeah. We definitely carry that the same way. Absolutely. Yeah, it's mm. like a, it's a it's an interesting burden. Some people don't get it, and and in Napa, like most of it's most it's what predominantly white, right? And it's predominantly male. And so a lot of what I am, a lot of the meetings I'm in, a lot of the people I'm around don't look like me. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the fact of my experience. So it is challenging. It continues to be challenging, and I'm hoping that someday it will get easier. Yeah. People open their minds a little more. Yeah. How is the how's your winery been received? I mean, because we would love it if it was here. Um right. oh my gosh. In California. So we're also like our location is on the edge. It's like on the outskirts of Napa. It's the very beginning from in from the southern entry point. And our building is in more of an like an industrial area. So part of our hurdle, not only opening during COVID, was to be like, hey, we exist come here, come try this, you know? And so we're still working on that because it's yet last year was the first year, I guess, that we were mostly open once we were allowed to open in February or something like that. So it's still very new, but the reception we've had from the people that we interact with, people like us. Um, I get conversations from other people who are like, I'm so glad to see that you exist. Like other Asian folks who are like, I'm so glad that you are here. And so there's a lot of weight in that too, right? It's like, mm-hmm. don't want to fail right. <laughs> because, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm doing something that's different and we're doing something that's different. So there's that. Hmm. Do you guys have a wine club? We do. We have it. So a lot of what we're doing is trying to make it less exclusive or the idea of Napa is being less exclusive. So we have the RD state of mind and we're calling it a community and then that one is more typical wine, four times a year, three to six bottles. And then we also have this seasonal foodie, which if you if you uh, subscribe to anything like the FabFit Fun Box, you know, those kind of things, it's kind of the same idea that we had was like send six bottles of wine and a secret food ingredient that showcases a different maker. So the first box we had was with Amsam. Have you heard of Amsam? They're like oh. a couple women out of Brooklyn. They're Vietnamese. They make these food flavor packets and you can cook these meals. And we paired them with our wines. So what would come is like an unboxing. You'd unbox, you get the Amsam food and you get the six wines and recipes and an interview about the maker and kind of have that experience at home. And we did the same thing again with Fly by Jing. They make an amazing Sichuan chili sauce that you can put on your food. And so every quarter, we're going to try to showcase different makers doing different things that could showcase food and wine pairing in a different way. 
My God, that sounds so good. <laughs> Am I making you hungry? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You're making me hungry. You're making me want to go to Napa and join the oh. wine club. Things. Yeah. <laughs> That's the idea. It's to really show that food and wine doesn't have to be like steak and potatoes. Because not everyone does that, right? Exactly. Fine. Yeah. Yeah, I have to say, like, Asian food is one of my favorite uh, cuisines to pair with wine. You're, you might be an anomaly, but that's cool. What? Well, I think, well, you're, you're really well versed in the world of wine, but I think the world of wine itself feels very exclusive to many people. Like, you don't necessarily feel comfortable talking about wine or how to talk about wine or, mm-hmm. or even drink wine. There's all these, like, rules and etiquette ideas that are out there. And so we're just trying to kind of tear down that wall and be like, anyone can have wine. Anyone can drink wine with their food, whatever that dinner table looks like, you can find something to pair with. That's our goal. I totally agree. Yep. Yeah. And I love that idea because people eat, I mean, there are people of all races and nationalities and people eat so many different things. But Mm -hmm. when people talk about pairing wine, they're like, oh, we're pairing with this roast chicken dish or pair it with a bouffe bourguignon or, you know, some other fancy type food or something or maybe just French cheese. or Italian right or just you know what put yeah. a cheese plate together you're like yeah. right but what if I want to have fried chicken or if I want to mm-hmm. have bobun or if I want to have um pad thai or yeah. some fried rice like what if I want to have these different things what wine do I pair with that um if I want butter chicken or mm-hmm. you know a spicy little masala kind of situation they aren't doing pairings like that. It, it doesn't say that on the back of the bottle. Like this wine goes perfect with pad thai. Like you don't see that. So, all right, y'all, there go the idea. Put it out there. <laughs> <Do it funny. laughs> I did my part. <laughs> uh, any other questions for Mylin before we go to our closeout questions? Of one, sure. what's, what's next for you? Like, where do you, like, I hate to say like, well, where do you see yourself in five years? But what are your next, you know, like the next things that you're trying to put into place, like say just for the rest of the year? I think, well, we, we make wine, obviously for our brands, the Fifth Moon Hunter Nut and Quai, but we also, our facility itself is really large. So we also do custom crush. So we make wine for others and with others. And and that's kind of our RD wine community. So we're working on growing that. Um, We have a lot of different makers. We have an event in April that will showcase like, 12 of us and we make inside that building there's cider sparkling wine beer and all these other different still wines to kind of showcase that and in terms of like five-year goal or end of the year goal or any goal it's just to really grow our business and and get people out there trying the wines and tasting the different pairings that we're putting together and promoting all of that it's just really we're so new in terms of the brand of the RDYU brand, it's just kind of like, hey, we exist. And there's a lot of, of time to put in to make people realize that we are here and that we're trying. Sarita, I do have a question. So what's your distribution like? Do you have distribution here on the um, East Coast? So we sell our wine online, but because we opened, like launched our brands in July of 2020, it was a very difficult time to get anyone to kind of represent or distribute the brand. You know, people were really successful during the pandemic of selling wine, but those are brands that already existed versus like, Hey, we exist. Can you pick up our wine? Meanwhile, distributors were like laying people off, restaurants were closed and all these things. 
And so right now we kind of have some brokerage representation in California, but our hope is to expand across the country and take over the world. World. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> Since yeah. you're technically a winemaker right now, what what's going on in the vineyards or in, in the winery right now? Um, in the winery right now, we are just bottling for different clients. We have a small bottling line. Um, that's what we've been up to. We just did this crazy box project where we had to build uh, 4,706 pack boxes, which I had never, we'd never done that before, but we're a small business. So when people approach us and they're like, do you want to do this project? Yeah, we do. Like, we'll figure it out. We need to do it. <laughs> you know, and so it happens. It's the hustle in the beginning of everything. Yeah. And so it's a lot of bottling right now and topping and things like that. So you guys have the bottling machine in um in your facility, or do you have one of those trucks that wheels to the to the facility and does the bottling? We have a small bottling line. Uh, we do like a fifteen hundred cases in a day. So there's big lines, right? That'll do like 20,000 cases in a day. We're not that. We're not. We have a baby bottling line. It does what it needs to do. And that's fine. Um, but we do have companies that have brought outside trucks to our facility. But we have some clients that are going to can. And I'm very excited for that. Because I've never seen canning happen in real life. And there's a canning company. I think it's in Sacramento called The Can Band. And there's like another one called Yes, We Can. And I love that, that they're like punny with their canning names. So that's like um, hopefully going to happen this year where we'll get to see people putting wine in cans or cider in cans. It's the season for it. Yeah, that's so dope. Yeah. Someday maybe we'll have cans. Who knows? But I've never seen it happen. So I don't know yeah. what this looks like or, or what would happen or how that would develop. I'm here for wine in a can. <laughs> a lot I'm of people in, are. I'm, I'm really into that. Yeah. 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 It, they're getting better because they were okay when they first came out, but now it's a wide variety of them. Yeah. 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 All right. So we just have a few closeout questions. I guess everybody can um, answer these. Um, <clears throat> so I listened to a podcast and I heard that you like Adele. So what is your favorite Adele song? And everybody can answer if you have one. Uh, I, I like when we were young, but I like to yell with her on all, all the songs because I'm not really a singer, but when we were young is a good one. <laughs> You're on your own with, with this one because I, I like Adele. I, I can't just tell you off the top of my head a, okay. a name of her song until I hear it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what it was. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to pick like one. Um, of course, I love Rolling in the Deep, Set yeah, Fire to mine. the Rain. I liked um the song and for James Bond that she did. Oh yeah, oh yeah. See, I yep. also like I like Hometown. Is that the name? Okay, of the song? Sarita. Is that can her? you talk? Can you hum a few tunes, honey? Sure <laughs> right. Can we get can <laughs> add a couple bars? I certainly cannot. Hometown <laughs> Glory. Is that what you're talking I about? I think maybe? so. I think okay. so. But I mean, it's a ballad like all of her other songs. But yeah, listen. I was about to say, does she does she have a fast song? I, like it's a ballad. Yeah, <laughs> right. Because cause her other songs are raps. I got. It. I know my favorite one. Sabrina, you can help me out with this. Bind me up. The one that they made the go go song off of. What did they do? Um, 
what is oh my oh, god. god now that's gonna drive they me crazy. sampled that one of adele's songs and that's one they of sure my the hottest go-go songs ever okay go on to the i'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna Gosh, google it now I, yeah okay all right next question so um i saw that you used to play volleyball do you prefer beach or court volleyball i actually still play volleyball um, oh nice yeah, I, that's my entire social life is based around people who also play volleyball. Oh, that's so, <laughs> so Yeah, so we, we like to go and play in parks outdoor, but I prefer indoor volleyball and I wish I could play with only women, but it's really hard to find a women's only league. So it's like- mixed. Really? Yeah, it's huh. really, it's, I don't know why, but it just hmm. is like to get like a women's team going. I don't know. I found that so surprising, especially in California. But cool. Yeah. 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 That's cool. The song um, is Hello. I was just about to say to revisit the previous issue. Yeah, it was Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Back, backyard Band. How did, did it. Yeah. How do we forget <laughs> that one? Yeah. And y'all no. locals, that's sad. Y'all need to pull it together. <laughs> At least I remembered the song. I just couldn't yes, remember the name. Right. I don't remember my name someday. You no, know, let somebody else's song. Come on now. Well, these are facts. These, this is factual information. <laughs> Glenn and Nisha, you guys don't play volleyball, do you? Beach. Girl, what? Beach. <laughs> you sound crazy. Uh, play beach volleyball. I actually beach. like volleyball. Yeah. Beach volleyball is hard. It's such a workout. It's mm. girl. And when you I miss that you. ball and hit that sand, Mm. it's a workout getting that sand out of places it shouldn't be <laughs> and that's what i'm not doing it. i'm gonna knock all my front teeth out <laughs> no thank you the workout just standing up in beach volleyball once you hit that yeah. sand just oh. getting back up oh uh, yeah mm-hmm. and you I'm just see and then you feel like you're in slow motion when you're going down you're like oh no <laughs> i think even running in uh, like in the sand is a different type of workout uh-huh. it is Mm-hmm. Oh, very much so. Yeah. It's a mm-hmm. lot of resistance. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's why I prefer firm ground inside. Understood. Yeah. What position <laughs> do you play? I'm a setter, generally. Ah, nice. Yeah. yeah. The, I mean, I'm short, so that's the only thing I can do, probably. But I would, defense. You could okay. do defense. Oh, okay. I guess you're right. I guess yeah. you're right. My my college team is very good. Really high? <clears throat> oh, well, oh, no. Uh. No. Yeah, my college <laughs> team was very good. <laughs> okay. Um, Okay, next question. Where do you order food from the most? Uh, probably, I get a lot of sushi, to be honest. Okay. But any I, any specific I, place you want to shout out? I think it's called Izikaya. It's in Venetia. We get a lot of sushi from there. Or we get like pho from the local place in Vallejo, pho number one. Just a bunch of, I eat a lot and girl we all do child we all do <laughs> right you are amongst our people here do not feel ashamed at all. i was just talking to someone about that you know the people that say like they they eat to live or, or live to eat mm-hmm. i was like eat to live like yeah no i love mm-hmm. to I do eat. both right yeah. <laughs> all of the above yeah <laughs> what about you glennis it depends so during covid I was ordering a whole lot of um, Jamaican food from the grill because it's just so easy. And I was like, oh, they drop it off. I mean, there, it was no, I didn't have to worry about what is it going to be like when I get here. So I did a lot of that and I had to back off of that because of the spice. Um, 
also order a lot from this Italian restaurant around here. So two Italian restaurants. One is Mama Lucia's and the other one is the newest Regina's. Well, it's Mediterranean. It's called Regina's. So those are the two. Or the most from. Tanisha, do you get food delivered in, in Paris or do you just go get it? I go get it. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I haven't had much delivered since confinement when I couldn't leave. Um, so yeah, I just go get it. It's stuff everywhere. Yeah, like it's stuff at the corner. So I'll just go get it. Oh, I'm so sure. I'm so right. sure it is. Yeah. Yeah, you walk in my <laughs> corner, you can run right into that wall. Yeah. Well, I. I I remember. There's a. <laughs> I remember. There's a place um, that I like to order from. They Unfortunately, they don't deliver. A lot of places don't deliver to my neighborhood. I live in a food desert. That's a whole nother podcast. But um, it's called Nushi. Nushi. And, I love Nushi. Yeah. Girl, what do they serve? Sushi. It's, it's sushi. <laughs> it's, you know, your fried rices, uh, bowls. Fusion. It's kind of fusion. Yeah. Yeah. Fusion. Yeah. But um, pre-COVID, they had a really nice happy hour on their rooftop. Yep. Yep. And, and the food nice, is so good. Nice sparkling rosé, too. I used to get it all the time. At Saturday after sword meat. Yep. Give me a couple bottles and some, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was the, it's the one place I ordered from, and it's worth me driving to get it. Like, I already know it's going to be bomb. They're going to make it exactly like I like it. And they have the best miso soup. Yep. yep. So I will drive. And, and the drunken it noodles it. are good. God, is it? Oh, the drunken noodles is phenomenal. Man. Yeah. I love that place. Yeah. All right. Last question. You also you're also an art lover. So would you rather paint, sketch, pottery, or just collect the art? I don't collect art. Um, I wish I, I could afford to collect art. Um, I like to sketch. But if I could like take pottery classes, I've tried it once and it was really, really hard. Um, to, to do that thing like from that movie you know um <laughs> yeah, that was really you're talking about the pottery wheel <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. yeah 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 so I, I would say sketch makes sense and Tanisha and Glennis what about you for fun well you can I see some of my art sketch. in the yeah. background Glennis got oh. art oh wow though. collector yeah so and in full disclosure those are from sipping paints and they're paint by numbers Oh, cute. But, That's still know, a good job. Uh, I can tell but, exactly who they are. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I, I don't wow. know if you can see, I just, we just had one last, yeah, you can't really see it. I can't get to it from here. So I did Bob Marley Saturday. That's nice. that's why my days are up. So yeah, I did Bob Marley. So I have a black and white Tupac and Bob Marley on this wall. Over there. Those look great, Glennis. Yeah. So those yeah. are paint by numbers? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Believe it. Oh, <laughs> That was a legit. So, That's great. So great. I was like, yeah. oh, that, for this price, I'm gonna hold walks. I'm gonna delete walls. Up. <laughs> Who having a paint sip? I, and I can pick what I want. Yes. And they have quite a few different iconic ones. If you go online, you can do flowers. They got mm-hmm. lips. They got icons. So I've, I've done a lot of male music. So the next one's going to be Sam Cook. So, okay. I know. Oh, look at you. Nice. It's a series. I love That's it. That's awesome. I like it. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Tanisha, you? Um, I would want to sketch. I mean, I can't, but 
that would be something that if I could, because I just like doodle and I like calligraphy. So I think like sketching would just be a natural mm-hmm. yeah. thing to get into. Um, for me, it would definitely um, be the pottery. I took a, a pottery class in high school. So we had to learn how to do the pottery wheel. And oh. I, a, a lot of my classmates like dropped that part of the class because they just didn't <laughs> want to get dirty. And you get really, really dirty. And like, you got to change your clothes, it's like a whole thing, but I loved it. So mm-hmm. I definitely would do the party wheel and then paint as a backup because mm-hmm. Leslie just had her paint and party. And that was really fun. Nice. Yeah. I was really into it. The pottery wheel like requires a lot of upper body strength. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a lot going. of coordination too. Cause you got to hit the pedal and yeah, use your hands and it's, yeah, it's a lot going on. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all saying all the things that I'm not into. So. <laughs> 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 calligraphy is hard too though it is, it is. Yeah, but it is just your wrist and fingers like you can sit no, in a comfortable chair you can lay out I mean I feel I like it's all it's in not, the wrist you know and you gotta know where you're going to like when I watch Instagram videos of people with calligraphy I'm like oh they know like where to end the letter to keep going you know it's hard yeah, but it's clean <laughs> I'm not, I don't have to change clothes. Don't have to change clothes. This is true. I keep on the same sweater the whole time. <laughs> so, my Lynn, thank you so much for joining us. Before you go, please tell everybody where they can follow you yourself if you want to share that or um, the winery. Yeah, they can. They can follow the winery um, at RD Winery. That's the Instagram handle. It's me behind it we're a small company so I handle the social media so that'd be great it's all there awesome so we can order we can go straight to your website and order and it can be shipped to us yes everything is on the shop and if there's any questions you can just send an email and it's usually one of me or someone else that there's three of us that will answer that email okay awesome nice Are, are you packaging the food with it well guys that is our episode thank you for joining the swirl suite we hope you enjoyed um our conversation with my lynn and be sure to check out rd winery and don't forget to like share subscribe leave us a comment cheers <laughs>